Hey everyone, welcome to the Receive Podcast. As always, I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. I'm, I'm John. I'm I'm, I'm Bubba. And I'm Gus. Oh. <laughs> I like how I changed the energy. You I did didn't completely. get a memo about the, the creepy <laughs> intro. <laughs> Should we retake it? Should we re-roll the intro and do creepy intro? Should, let's, yeah. uh, I guess, get back uh, that intro there. <laughs> roll the graphic. Roll the graphic. Let's, let's, not, let's not run that joke to the ground with the fucking intro. Let's not have like 10 starts to the podcast. Damn, I don't have as much power as Eric Badur. I hate this. <laughs> Could you do a whole episode of just starts? Oh, absolutely. I feel like now we need to do that, right? Roll the intro. No, no, you can just do the <laughs> podcast. You can just start the episode. Just start but what the is the podcast, Eric? This is the podcast. The Where podcast. Here? Like, what are we talking about? The podcast next? is how we talk about how goddamn sexy Gus looks right now. Oh, Whoa. you like him? You like him? You, you liking my roof t shirt? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking pictures of a, you. I got, I got a haircut. Uh, my hair was, I didn't realize how out of control it was. Like, I, I don't know if I'd said this in the pockets, but it had gotten to the point where I would occasionally feel it on my neck and I would think it was like a bug or something. And I'd go to like <laughs> brush it off and I'd be like, oh, it's just my hair. Um, so, uh, Esther gave me a haircut the other day. She's been asking to give me a haircut for, uh, for a while now, for several weeks. So oh, she like, requested. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, she, she wanted to do it. She knew that, you know, I didn't want to go out and get a haircut and she said you know she could do it and i was like have you ever cut a hair she said no she's never done it before i was like well, cut i trust hair. her <laughs> uh, I think it's a job. look at it yeah it's pretty good we sat down uh, in the bathroom we put down some uh some plastic trash bags to catch all the hair and uh, bought a pair uh, bought some clippers and she bought she pulled the clippers out and she's like what guard should i put on it and i said uh leave leave one and a half inch actually the way it happened was <laughs> i said i said put the one and a half inch guard on it. And she said, you only want, she said, what did she say? She said, you want a one and a half inches cut off? And I said, no, the guard is how much it leaves on. It leaves a one and an inch and a half left on. She goes, oh, okay. Put the guard <laughs> All on. of us in here totally knew that. All of and, us definitely uh, knew I did. That. I buzzed my head. I Wait, knew so that. Did you take that? What, how, if you had like your hair and I put on a one inch guard, Barbara, do you think it would take off one inch from your hair? <laughs> I mean, I've never used, uh, I mean, I don't use clippers. I've never used clippers in my life, so I don't. What's, what would be the science, aside from just straight up magic, like what would be the science? So, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if you, if you think a guard is like something else that it like, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> she, she can't get the guard onto the clippers. So she hands it to me. And uh, so I don't have my glasses on because I'm getting ready to get a haircut. And I just put the clipper, I put the guard onto the clippers and I hand it back to her. And uh, she goes to cut my hair. Uh, she uses the clippers to cut the back of my hair. And she immediately screams, oh my God, and starts crying. <laughs> she had put the number one and a half guard on, which is uh, three sixteenths like of an millimeters. inch. like yeah, millimeters. Yeah, it's three sixteenths of an inch, not an inch and a no! half. And uh, <laughs> cut out a giant section of the middle She's given the you back of my head like an inverse rat tail she left that to try to hide it the longer part to try to cover it up oh no oh yeah there's like a rat tail sitting on top of the yeah. inverse rat tail she uh she uh she said that she wanted <laughs> she wanted to go ahead and uh shave my whole head to like make it all match that length yeah 
no i was like leave it that way i i want she you to see given it you i want like you a fade, I, I want you to see like all around <laughs> no I, I, hold up I, I hold to, up I hold up mistake. what's up do you still have a dent in the back of your head what do you think he grew it back out no, no, I'm asking. Cause... Did so she didn't. <laughs> so she didn't even. Oh out my <laughs> god! I thought it might. I hadn't seen the back. I thought it might have been blended, like or something back there. Nope. You got a. You got a chunk, dude. Oh, oh poor Esther. She must feel dude. so bad. She felt terrible. I, I was laughing. Like she. She was really upset. But I was. I, I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. I thought it was so fucking funny. Well, she's, she's giving you the gift of content. See, I don't care. I don't. I don't. I'm not going anywhere. It's not like I'm going out to impress anyone. I'm fucking stuck in the house. I'm yeah. either over there or I'm over here. There's no difference. Oh my god. I I bought I bought a set of clippers too and had my girlfriend uh clean up just my sides and my back because I keep the top long and I was like, you just you just buzz the sides and the back. She was nervous and I had to convince her to do it. And I told her, I was like, if you slip or do something wrong, I don't care. We're just gonna buzz it all off. Who cares? We're in quarantine for quite a while. Yeah. I wear hats most time anyways. Like just if it if a mistake happens, we'll just get rid of it all. Who cares? Did did yeah. Esther yeah. eventually see the funny side to it? Yeah, she she could laugh about it now. <laughs> she keeps she keeps asking me to put a baseball cap on though. And I'm like, She doesn't want to see her mistake. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I, <laughs> she doesn't want to look at you. I don't own caps. She's like, don't you have one? I was like, when have you ever seen me wear a cap? I don't, I don't have any caps. Also, a baseball cap wouldn't really hide it. It would actually showcase it more because yeah. it's the bottom of your neck. Yeah. yeah, you would need a beanie, something to like cover the base of your of your neck right here. Like one of those big floppy beanies that you could yeah. cover. So, this that... fall, this fall, Gus is all about hoodies. He's all about them hoodies. Yeah. He's going to have those hoodies up over him. It's going to be a hoodie guy actually, now. Is there actually a guard labeled one and a half inches and another one labeled one and a half? So the, the guards have both on them. So that guard, for example, in the big number was one and a half. Then really small off to the side, it said three sixteenths of an inch. So it's like it has both labels on it. But in her defense, the big number in the middle did say one and a half. It was small yeah. enough to the side where it had the inch. Three sixteenths of an inch. What a mouthful. <laughs> This is also a tip to anybody who ever does this. There's two things you should do with clippers if you're going to do that. One, start long, go shorter. Don't yeah. start off with the one you want. <laughs> start long and then go shorter. Also, test it. Don't <laughs> yeah. go don't go and just commit. Don't just commit. Well, test it. Don't do that. With me, at least it's on the back and not on the a front. Little spot, a little spot. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it could have been worse. Because next like time you get... If it was the front, it would, you would actually be <laughs> Right down the center, too. <laughs> next time you get your hair cut professionally, I want to see I want to see Gus with, like, one of those fades like you have, John, where it's, like, shorter on the sides and longer on the top. I feel like you could rock that, Gus. You want to try oh, that? I'll he'd try look it. good. Once we're, he'd once, look good. Yeah, once we're back uh, and I, I go to the barber again, sure, why not? I'll give it a shot. Back to safety. <laughs> Is yeah. that what you were going to say? Yeah, well, I got distracted because I had chat up here, but it closed for some reason. So I'm trying to get oh. it back open. I don't know what happened. Uh, I, I see you, chat. I see you guys laughing at me. You're jealous. It's a good haircut. <laughs> it's a very good haircut. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, but, but uh, like Gavin's right. It, it's the ultimate gift. It's the best gift possible. It's content. We've been talking about it for what, like eight minutes now? <laughs> yeah. It's something, well, it, something it, happened in my life. Yeah, because nothing's happened in mine to the point where this is now a story I'm going to tell on the podcast. Um, <laughs> I was opening a new jar of peanut butter this morning. It's a pl wait. Is, a, is plastic a jar? Well, a little yeah. thing. Yeah, of, you know, plastic jar. Like a plastic jar. And I, as I opened it, I like broke, ripped the seal off. And I thought, no one ever truly knows 
when they open like the last peanut butter jar of their life like what if this is it and i was just like looking at this thing i was like man you just never know <laughs> so I, so now i was like oh well now I want to eat this. That's like... a lot of weight to put on a peanut butter <laughs> yeah. jar. That's a lot of weight. Also, I don't know if anybody yeah, in their like, life has thought no... about this before. <laughs> so I immediately got the one behind it too, and I opened that one. I was like, no, that's... <laughs> I've got two of them open. I don't know which one. It's like this one has ago. a soul. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like an oddly dark turn to a uh, just peanut butter on toast. Which I was just going to start my day with. Did you? And I was like, why did my mind jump to that? Did you get that idea for some reason? I don't know if, like, maybe you saw the same tweet I did, but there was a tweet I saw recently that said, there's going to be a time when you pick up your kid and put them down and you're never going to pick them up again. Like, there's a point in time where that happens. Yeah. Um, nah, bullshit. Keep lifting weights. You can lift your kid no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I go should home, I, I'm going to be like, mom, dad, lift me up. Fireman style. I unplug my mic? If you if you keep if you unplug your mic, it's going to stop your recording. You might go out of sync. What happened? Uh, if you keep lifting your kids, they're your workout, and as they get bigger, it's like your weights are increasing, so you're getting stronger. So you just got to do like 15 reps with your kids every day, and uh, it's, it's progression. It's hypertrophy. Right. Mm. See, uh, blazing trails here. Yeah. No, you can lift your kids no matter what, unless you're weak, dumb. Weak and dumb? <laughs> or, you know, not strong and your kids are big. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say this about your your uh, your crisis you had, Gavin. I had a similar one a few years back <laughs> while I went to the movie theaters by myself and I was sitting in a showing of Taron Egerton's Robin Hood. Um and for some reason, I think it was a mixture of just the malaise of the time and how bad that movie was. But in the middle of the movie, I had an existential crisis of, I'm going to die someday. I could die tomorrow. And and I, I immediately was like, it made me go, I should just buy that phone I keep debating on not buying. And so I, I left the movie, went and bought the new phone that I've been thinking about getting for a few months because I was scared of dying the next day. Oh the, my a God, movie was that's so dark. Bad. A movie was so bad, you were convinced you were going to die, so you bought a phone. Do you think that's ever happened to anyone else in the history of the world? Oh, yeah. For sure. Look, sometimes you got to put YOLO. stuff into perspective. YOLO. you got to figure out, you know, you're wasting, you're wasting time, wasting life. Gotta, you just got to reset. you got to get back. <laughs> or, or get, uh, like, d depressed over peanut butter. The only thing that happens yeah. to me when I get out of movies is I feel like I'm in the movie somehow. Like, my life has forever changed after experiencing that movie, and now I'm living in that universe. Like, man, after seeing Tenet, it's just, I felt like everyone else was going backwards. <laughs> it's very strange. Yeah, Tenet, Tenet did mess with my brain, too. It, like, for, like, um, uh, the rest of the day, I just couldn't think straight. Yeah. We, we, we lucked out on being able to see Tenet in that we were able to rent a theater here in Austin and they they're renting it for super cheap and we just got four couples in four quadrants of the theater wearing yeah. masks the entire time. Um so we were all like sitting like fifteen feet apart. Oh, wait. They, they must be so, making they must be making a loss on those screenings, right? Yeah for they sure. are uh uh tenant only made like thirty million domestically because they just can't sell tickets because they shouldn't because they shouldn't. They shouldn't sell out theaters. Yes, um, unless they are private screenings so, with a limited capacity. That's does, the. Uh, uh, let's see. Does anyone want to guess 
what the this past weekend haul for Tenet was. It's got to be in the like US? Two, 2 or 3 million in the US, yeah. Oh, it's got to be nothing. Yeah, 3.4 million. There you go. It's in almost 3,000 theaters. And don't worry, I'm not well, going to spoil when... the movie. I'm not, obviously not going to yeah, talk we're about not. anything that happened. Uh, but that's why when Tenet came out, if you guys will remember back in the news, if you if you caught it, that when Tenet came out and the, the, the box office came back, every production company went and just pushed everything to the end of right. 21, if not 2022. Because yeah. they all went, well, we can't do this. Yeah, we, if, need, we can't just lose out on all that money. Yeah. And so they just pushed everything. If Christopher Nolan can't bring people in with the air, like what hope do other people have? Honestly, worldwide, Tenet's pulled in about $285 million, which is yeah. pretty fucking good that, considering the state of the world. That's too high for my comfort level for everything going on. That well, means in, uh, it yeah. must have been watched unsafely in places. In, well, in the US, it's well, only $41 it's million. Not, dollars. Yeah, it's not... I mean, the situation isn't as bad in a ton of countries true. as Very it true. is here. wonder the what where. the difference is. Gross incompetence and in a fucking failed response to the whole thing. Oh, well, whatever. Guess we couldn't do anything to help that. Guys, by the way, does it, do any of you have $750 that I could borrow? Um, I need to pay my... Uh, taxes for the entire no, last year I bought, I bought my new phone mm, okay <laughs> it's okay i'll just make that some type of a uh, thing i could write off so don't worry about it you'll figure it out um so what did, what did you all, what, option. what did you all think of tenant i have i have not seen it yet. oh i mean is it you gotta see it more than once hype? i would i would say okay. you gotta see it more than once um okay. personally i enjoyed it both viewings um i think like the first viewing you're just so like there's so much to take in from the movie that you almost can't process it all. Um, there's also some scenes that are a little harder to hear because of the the sit like the mixing. situation they're in, the mixing. You know, there's a lot of like conversations on boats and stuff like that. Um, but the second viewing, you get to like see how things come together and kind of understand mm -hmm. the story a little more. Um, so I would definitely recommend two viewings to really get the full. Yeah, Nolan loves a bit of exposition delivered from a character next to loud machinery or like a super fast moving loud vehicle through a walkie talkie. He, he's all about that. <laughs> yeah. And you're, conf you're confused in that movie. Confused in a, in a just catching up way for the first half. And then there is a point where the movie kind of plays its, its game a little bit and shows you the game that it's been playing the whole time. And you start kind of catching up but still you're just like while you're confused you also can't understand all of the dialogues mm -hmm. or even more confused so it's just kind of a little bit of that i'll, I'll be honest i i loved it it was yeah. my bag i love time i love time related i mean nolan loves to mess with time that's yeah. what he does what's, right what's impressive uh, is uh if you uh, i don't know where they put it at i know we saw it on this this wb app that we have but there's this behind the scenes feature about it they try to do as nolan does with a lot of his stuff all of this stuff uh, practical. There's yeah. like there's very mm -hmm. few CG or green screen moments, um, including a lot of the reverse things you see. It's all just practical, um, and there is a, uh, a, a 747 in it that gets a boom boom happen to it. I think it's in the trailer. As well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nolan decided it was just it made more sense just to do it for real than to do CG, and that's that's a baller move you can do that as a film director yeah yeah more power to him that guy that guy does crazy stuff it was I, definitely I worth it is, for that scene i will say what is his like he i guess he, he he wants his movies just to age really well like that must be it like he wants his films to be timeless and that's why like they're not they're never dated by bad cg 
and also he shoots on like ridiculous formats like yeah. 70 mil and like 70 mil imax format where it's like yeah you, you can barely get a better picture than that unless you're like shooting on like a large format stills and you know making a movie by compositing imagery i don't think you can get like a more clear large image than what he shoots on so it's like that stuff will look great in a hundred years yeah. and maybe that's what yeah. he's going for it's so funny you say that i I just watched a video, my buddy Mikey, who does uh, this YouTube channel called uh, Movies with Mikey. Well, that's the show. The YouTube channel is Film Joy. Uh, but he was talking about Knives Out, and he was comparing, just for the sake of comparison, Nolan's you know affinity for film and 70 millimeter versus the dude who wrote the algorithm that somewhat uh, almost perfectly successfully mimicked uh, film through the digital shooting of uh, Knives Out. Do you remember that, Gavin, when that, do, did you see that when it came out that the guy that like made the algorithm that could mimic the way that light and 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 everything interacts with film, but do it digitally? Did you see no, that? No, I know, I know nothing about this. Sounds really interesting. It does sound it's, interesting. Long story short, some genius uh, uh, cinematographer wrote an algorithm that he, and he, and he, and he kind of showed like a, 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 a side-by-side -side, uh, proof of concept kind of thing um, that showed, you know, uh film versus his algorithm and even just like in different lighting and different kind of things i'll have to send it to you gavin you probably love it a ton yeah i'd be um, all about that i was but that, knives out knives out has that look to it that's 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 like just impressively beautiful i love that movie so much <clears throat> so i need so to rewatch that i only saw it like when it came out in theaters i it's, i feel like that's a good knives out it's on amazon prime that's how i, I like I, I missed it in theaters i finally watched it on prime like when it first came out like a month and a yeah. half ago, maybe it, two it, months. It just felt like it just felt like a super high budget episode of Columbo. <laughs> like James Bond is Lieutenant Columbo. Yeah. This episode of the Receive Podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. Uh, between the never-ending laundry cycles, incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about, and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. You just open up the DoorDash app. Choose what you want to eat. Your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, The Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open up the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. And remember, DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities that they operate in safe. Uh, right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code ROOSTER. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code ROOSTER. Don't forget, that's code ROOSTER for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Um, it, it makes me excited also for Dead Little Roosters, which I don't know if we've talked about on the podcast, but like it's that very so. kind of like murder mystery, uh, like Wes Anderson kind of feel to it, um, but... Dead Little Roosters coming out uh, 2021, I believe, and uh, we're we're shooting it soon, and I am very excited. But watching Knives Out again would make me even more excited. Get me in the mood. Did we just announce Dead Little Roosters at RTX? So that would have been yes. like last week. So we didn't. I don't think we talked about it last 15th. week. On the fifteenth. Okay. Yeah. So we didn't talk about it last week. So yeah, we definitely have not talked about it yet. Dead Little uh, Roosters coming out. Yeah, coming out twenty twenty one. RTX. That was, it was it was a different it was a different RTX this year. <laughs> no convention center. Doing it all from the comfort of my own home. I wore pants did... most of the time. 
most of the time. So it's just like RTX, normal RTX. Mm-hmm. Um, I tweeted about this the other day, but even though it was all virtual and it was nine days total, it felt it, it like went by really fast, just like a normal weekend of RTX would, just because mm-hmm. it's like there's so much happening at all all points in time that it just blazes by you. Because at first I was like, damn, that's a like a nine day event. That's going to feel like it goes on for a really long time. But like I blinked and it was done. It's crazy. Yeah. It was super fast. I uh, I uh, brought Benjamin down with me for one of my uh, meet and greets. Oh, really? Oh. And he hung out with me. Yeah, some, someone had requested him, so I brought him down, and he hung out with me oh. for a little while here. He's normally never in this room. He's normally in the other room. I don't... Did he see another dog? He did not. He wouldn't care. He oh. that he does not care about dogs at all. I think he thinks he's that a person. Oswald. He probably does the way you and Esther <laughs> yeah. treat him and buy him like furniture and stuff. <laughs> he probably <laughs> to make it sound person. crazy. You you um, treat him with respect and love. Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah, I understand. I it. feel like that's how you. I don't know. I feel like I like someone so much more when they really love an animal. <laughs> it's, I'm I'm drawn to people who just like love a cat or a dog. It's like ah, oh, yeah. yeah you know <laughs> it's the, something about animals you know, that's so great. Are you, you trying know, to get have, people like, to love you right now? <laughs> uh, no, just. I just feel Guys, like listen, if you're watching, like... Gavin really wants your love and affection. He loves his cats. He wants you to appreciate <laughs> that. I do I, love my cats. It's true. I, I get at minimum, I think, at least 15 photos of my girlfriend's cat every single day. But her cats, she's she's the cat lady to the nth degree. And I adore that about her. And so she's constantly just sending me a smorgasbord of photos of her kitties. And I love it. Nice. Um, it's good shit. It's good content. During uh, I, I, go ahead. No, no, nothing. Go for it. So during the uh, black box down panel at RTX, I had a video I wanted to play. There was like a, a listener submitted question that they submitted via Twitter video. Uh, but when I had when I would I was going to try to play it locally off my computer, you know, because I can I can call things up like that. Um, but <laughs> whenever I would play, hey, don't ever change that button. Don't change that button. <laughs> yeah, ever. that's forever. Leave that button. Whenever in. I would send the video from here, the audio wasn't going through. Uh, so then I sent the video to broadcast, but whenever they played the video, since it was a Twitter video, the aspect ratio got all stretched out and fucked up. So the workaround we came up with was I was going to play the video, but I counted it down. So I was like, all right, I'm going to play a video here in three, two, one, now. So they were playing my video and then broadcast was playing the audio. So I had to count it oh down God. so we could both hit play at the same time. So that the video and the audio <laughs> matched up during the panel. Just problems you'd never think of. Right. <laughs> flawlessly. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure if people who were watching the panel wondered like, why did he count down into that video? It's like, well, I counted down so that Nick could hit the play button on his Dude. side over at stage five at the right. You're like, like one of the people who has like two two TVs that are broken, but one has broken audio and one has broken video and you just tune them both into the same I, I gotta say, like, fucking massive props and shout out to broadcast for RTX. They were just over all over everything that happened that weekend and they or that week rather and they just kicked ass um so shouts out to broadcast the uh, full-on week behind the scenes yeah you're the real heroes y'all uh take the rest of the podcast off tell them i said it's okay (laughs) i mean we also had to do other normal stuff like we were still doing podcasts and uh other recordings during that mental week all right yeah there's a lot you're you're welcome the ones that weren't live i mean Right, yeah, you still we're still having to make other content and uh, and keep putting that out. It was good. Yeah. 
it was fun. I'm hoping that next year we can uh, meet back at the convention center. Fingers crossed. I hope so, man. It's going to be interesting. Like, God, I don't know about you guys. There's such a sense of uneasiness being so close to the election and, and this whole thing with the Supreme Court and everything. Like all these unknowns kind of happening at once. And just I feel so goddamn anxious. Uh, yeah, that more than ever. That John Oliver thing you retweeted earlier, um, the thing about the Supreme Court, I watched it uh, last night when it aired. And I didn't share it because it was just so depressing. Like, yeah. I mean, the whole theme of that video is uh, you lost and uh, be ready to start over and put in another generation's worth of work to try to yeah. to try to win to try to with in a, in a system that's rigged uh in in one direction to it, it undo all the things that the, they're about to undo right it was super depressing i felt i was like i felt like shit when i went to bed last yeah, night yeah there's definitely like a theme <laughs> of like i think it's called doom scrolling where you can't help but want to stay informed and like stay in touch with what's going on so you just end up reading articles and looking at news sites and watching these videos and it's just like fuck it feels really doom and gloom but it's, it's also like it's I feel like I'm really hopeful in a way. The fact that already a million people have voted, um, which I think at this point last year, it was like just over 10,000 people had voted. Or sorry, not last year, 2016. Um, mm. So that that gives me a little bit of hope. I've been, I've been, everyone should do this. I've been texting. I think I talked about this in the post show last week or the week before. I've been texting everyone I know, telling them to register to vote, sending them like a link they can click on to check their voter registration status and to... Uh, get registered if they're not. Uh, you should yes. do the same thing. Send that message to all your friends, all your family. Make sure that uh, that they know. Make it, and you got to make it as easy as possible for them. Give them a link, an easy link to click on. I forget which one I was sharing. I think I was sharing IWillVote.com. Fuck, I don't remember. I don't want to say the wrong thing off the top of my head. I think that uh, is one of them, though. Yeah, uh, my org. Maybe it's org. Willvote.com. Yeah, IWillVote.com. Dot com. So the, the message I sent, I'll, I'll read it right here. I sent it to someone. And this was on the 22nd. This was last week. I wrote, since today is National Voter Registration Day, it's a good time to check and make sure you're ready to vote in the upcoming election. And I've just put a link to that, uh, IWillVote.com. And I sent it to just about every person I know. Uh, so uh, I, w- the, I, I was I like, the... I don't care if I'm annoying them. Like, I'm just going to yeah. text everybody. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's like the same situation as we're in right now, right? With by like getting political on the podcast, it's like it's kind of irres- irresponsible to not at this point, right? If uh, you know, if you can get people to vote, it's so important. Has there ever been a non-peaceful transition of power in the U.S.? I think it's when King George got ousted. Was the last <laughs> one. So pre-constitution. <laughs> no, no, no. That was post-constitution. No, no. You're right. Pre-constitution. Because post, like, post declaration of independence. What would even happen? Like, so say, uh, theoretically, so, say a president was just like, nah, I don't accept it. Um, do the really secret service and do like the uh, like White House military? Well, I think what they're hoping for is for that he'll, president. He'll contest it, and then it, it, I guess they're trying to organize something where the supreme court has to do the final ruling on it and so getting this uh what is her name amy comet or something i think the 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 thing that i've said is in order to try to avoid all of that try to make it as overwhelming of a decision as possible so there can be no question about it so we don't have to go down that path and try to figure it out what is her name amy bar 
And I think that there's just crazy to think about. Like it's crazy to think about stuff you read in history books where it's like, oh, you know, uh, they didn't, they didn't want to step down. So they were all killed. It's like, that's surely the outcome of, even though it's weird to think about in modern day, like surely that is a possible outcome if someone just doesn't leave. I, I think that honestly, I think that the media is doing a bit of a disservice on that front. Like they're, they're kind of dangling the option out in front of him at this point. I think like people keep asking him, will he leave or will he not? As if that's one, an option that he can pursue. Right. You know, Which it's, like, it's just that, like, stop asking. <laughs> right. It's like, that's, that's, yeah. that's if he knows that's an option, he'll take right. advantage you, of you, that. You can't say, will you or won't you? It's like, no, I mean, that's, that, 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 well, that doesn't then he, exist. Probably in his tiny little gecko brain, he was like, wait a minute, like, that's an option. I could stay. I could contest this. Like, don't ask him and, that. And, Just yeah. let him go. And the stuff I'm business. referencing is like, like centuries old like royal like right. monarchy debates that that's the way it's gone like there's just like coups and stuff mm-hmm. yeah let's, uh, also I, let's i'm sorry if i offended geckos let's try not to let's uh yeah let's uh let's let's just all go out and vote let's all have a good time <laughs> uh i uh, wish i wish that like covid wasn't going on right now i wish that you know i could organize like vans to take people to vote or something but it's uh, not not the safest thing to do right now. That'd be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Have a uh... plan. This episode of Received Podcast is brought to you by Harry's. Uh, there's nothing better than a clean shaven face on a fresh fall morning. And thanks to Harry's, you never have to worry about a dull blade at a high price. Uh, Harry's just came out with their sharpest blades ever. And unlike some other razor companies, they're not charging you more for their product improvements. Harry's new sharper blades are still as low as $2 each. I love a close shave at a low price, so naturally Harry's is what I go for. Like, how convenient they make everything without sacrificing quality. They also have a 100% quality guarantee. So if you're shopping any big box, drug, or grocery store, head over to the grooming aisle, check out Harry's for yourself. But, you know, if you're like me and you prefer shopping online, uh, Harry's has a great offer for you right now. New U.S. customers can redeem a Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash teeth. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash teeth. You'll get a five-blade razor featuring their new sharper blades, a weighted handle, foaming shave gel with aloe, and a travel cover to protect your blade when you're on the go. Just go to harrys.com teeth and redeem your trial offer today. You want to know what I got my groceries instead of mangoes? Yeah. <laughs> what? We've got from Was that a good enough segue? Should I, like I try it. that again? <laughs> John, yeah, no, 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 you did okay. it. You got, it. you got us out of it. You got us right out. Okay, cool. <laughs> I got a, I got an HEB order the other day. And you know that you, when you make the, I get, I get delivered or pick up because I don't want to see people. And uh, you can t- check if you want substitutions or not. And I ordered a bunch of fruit. And I usually just leave that on because I figure if they like can't find the apple that I want, they'll get a different kind of apple. It's not a big deal. You know, the, that kind of thing. Or if they like can't find the small thing of blueberries, they'll give me a big thing of blueberries. Sure. Well, I ordered a bunch of mangoes and I ordered four mangoes and they found three. But they couldn't find the fourth. So who can guess what they got me instead of mango? A peach. And mango. I'm going to guess. Gus says peach. Yeah. Gavin says canned mango. I'm going to guess a pineapple. Oh, <laughs> shit. Look, it's, you know. Barbara, how did you know that? <laughs> I was trying to think of something so ridiculous where it's like, okay, if this shopper wants mango, what's like a similar type of fruit? And pineapple immediately came to mind. I mean, I feel like they're on the same sort of like, you would find them together in a, like a tropical fruit salad. Tropical fruit, yeah. 
Uh, turns out I'm actually John Shopper. Uh, you're, sorry for the mix-up, John. Uh, Why are you holding <laughs> are they, the pineapple like it's not a delicious fruit that you're going to eat, though? Because it hurts. If I grab that like that, it's pokey. It hurts. Oh, and okay. then that yeah. ripped, that, like, I, it's still good, though. Yeah, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat the fucker. So you're you're happy? Yeah. With, are you happy with the substitution? Is this okay? Yeah, I got three mangoes and an entire pineapple. I'm okay. I'll be good in life. Everything's fine. <laughs> I uh, who wants four mangoes? By the way, someone who wants mangoes. I like mangoes. I love three. Shut up. What, what's you? a lot? It's <laughs> a lot to get at once. Is four like a weird? Like you should only get two or three? I just feel like it's quite a large fruit. Like. Would you eat four before they start to rot? I guess well, you I guess do. It, you ordered it four. Depends I, on also, eat, like, yeah, how much fruit and vegetables you have every day. I know John has I a lot of them. I eat fruit and vegetables in every meal I have. I eat fruit and vegetables in every meal I have, and I try to make the fruit and vegetables take up at least half of my meal, is what my attempt is. I don't succeed that every single time. But fruit is even easier than vegetable to get into because I love fruit more than veg, so mm. I, I eat fruit. I just had a goddamn peach for the podcast, okay? Fruit. You don't you <laughs> shame because of my fruit. You love sugar. So good. I like sugar. Yeah, Natural I like sugar. sugar. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, you're right. I do. I, I like the sugar. I. That's did. why a Hawaiian pizza is good. Mm. Yes, uh, I agree. I'm. I'm not a fan of like sweet meals. I don't like my meal to be sweet. I like dessert and fruit to be sweet, but not like the entree. But that's like a <laughs> nice fucking, like. Uh... Fucking chat is on your side. They're saying four is too. I have four, children. Magic, I have John. children. Yes, yeah, I four. feed them too. Okay. If you. <laughs> It's just a lot of mangoes. I've never seen someone buy that many in one go. I'm gonna go throw away some of my mangoes now, okay? <laughs> no, yeah, don't, don't. Hey, hey, hey. It's like, I remember. Still on. Pe people go. like mangoes. There's a nice contrast between uh, sweet and savory in the same meal that I think is interesting. You don't get it on a lot of food, but like a uh, Hawaiian pizza is perfect. It's perfect. It's like, oh, this like, and then it's like, ooh, a little bit, a little bit. Gavin, you know well. what you should try? You know What's you should that? try again? So the, Meryl actually woke me up to this. She ordered a custom pizza from Mod Pizza. This was a while ago when we were still in the office. It was like a Hawaiian pizza. It had pineapple and ham, but then she also got hot sauce on it. And let me tell you, mm. that shit slaps. Interesting. How, how do I get this? Uh, I guess just order a Hawaiian pizza with hot sauce. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> put, some, put some Frank's Red Hot on it. Yeah, I think that's what it was actually. Uh, now I want a Hawaiian tonight. Also, oh, John, man. you think you had fruit issues? Were you on the podcast? I told you. I told you guys about my banana bushes, like yeah, where I, oh. I got way too many. I, I or I wanted to order five individual bananas, but I you had just got five bushel bunches selected, and I got bunch, five bunch. Bu bunches of bananas. Bunch. Bush. Stop saying bush. They're not bushes. <laughs> that was the joke. They don't come in bushes. Bushel. With an E-L. Oh, you said bushes a second ago. <laughs> well, maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe my Canadian accent cuts off the L. I'm just a bush. <laughs> I, uh, but not convenient. I got some curbside groceries at the grocery store the other day. And one of the things I wanted was shredded lettuce. And the bag of shredded lettuce I got was like brown and wilted. That's why I fucking Ew. hate letting other people choose my groceries. Like, I, I yeah. wonder if, like, if you were... <clears throat> buying groceries for yourself was that the bag of shredded lettuce you'd grab i mean look Dude, at it I, I i think there's a conspiracy i think that there's some sort of relationship between the shopper drivers with the supermarkets where they just put all their worst shit in a bucket 
and they know that the customer isn't going to take them, but the drivers and shoppers can take them. And I think there's some sort of like under the table financial thing happening where it's like you just get shit stuff if you order it maybe yeah and this was since this I was curbside this was the grocery store so maybe they were trying to get rid of their own uh bad produce or their own shit that didn't look good that they knew people wouldn't pick for themselves i don't know it was it was not good i was not happy i still ate it but i was not happy with the way it looked <laughs> not happily, yeah. i i often like to uh like try and word stuff that so a caveman would understand it but even if the caveman understood you know everything that you do, but knowing what what he has to go through to get food, yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't think I don't think he'd be impressed with what you're telling. Yeah, I, I I didn't buy lettuce, which in itself would be amazing to him. I wanted it pre-shredded <laughs> and washed, shredded, preserved nicely. Oh, yeah, it had a little brown stuff on it. Yuck! How, what? Why won't you just shred your own lettuce, Gus? Uh, because I don't have a mandolin. I guess I could do it with a knife. I've done it before with a knife. I just don't want to take the time. It's convenient. Isn't isn't that a musical instrument? I yes. guess yeah, it is too. But it's also a kitchen device. Oh, Are you thinking of a salad spinner? No, <laughs> you don't he, spin no. a lettuce to shreds. That's to dry it though. No, I'm thinking. Uh, if you threw some blades in there, it might work. Yeah, I'm thinking like some of, razor blades. I'm thinking of a mandolin. Slap chopper. Mandolin. Right. Yeah, Y'all are making uh, me feel machine. slap chop. Where you go? Y'all are making me feel like I'm crazy. Mandolin's right. Mandolin's right. Yeah. I don't mandolin's know. Yeah, I don't sir. cook at all. Yeah, I've, I don't I've googled know. it, and it's terms. a it's a mandolin and a mandolin. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right next they to each other. They will both shred your lettuce if you use this it goes the right back, way. This goes back to what I was talking about before, where I don't like to keep a bunch of shit I don't need in my kitchen, which you guys were <laughs> flabbergasted by, so I don't have a mandolin up there. Gus and I are going to start a show where we just see if we can air fry a bunch of stuff, and it's called oh, Will It Air Fry? I, I, did you watch that video I sent? I sent John a video earlier. Yes. Of Why are bread? you sending them to yeah. me? I have an air fryer. Someone Let's made, share. they called it cloud bread in an air fryer. <gasps> it looked amazing. I'm going to send it to you right now, Barbara. Like yeah, They, they show what it looks like right at the beginning. Dude, oh, I'm serious. God. If you ever have air fryer recipes <laughs> or videos you want to share with uh, the Bimmy over here, please do. I have only made one meal in it so far. I put it, I put it in our Discord if you want to check okay. it. Like they show, the, you see what the bread looks like right at the beginning <gasps> in the first couple seconds. It looks like a potato. It wow. looks amazing. I, I want to make I that. Wanna, I want to fuck that. <laughs> that escalated. <laughs> it would be easier for me than you. Uh, well, you haven't tried uh, my methods yet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yuck, Shoving yuck, bread. Yuck, 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 This episode of Receive Podcast is brought to you by Amazon Alexa. Alexa, help me do ad good. I don't think Alexa could do that one. Uh, I'm always looking for ways to make my life easier, and usually that's better living through technology, you know, as a tech guy, which I am. I'm constantly on the look for small improvements, which I call Gus Hacks. My ultimate Gus Hack for today is smart bulbs connected to Alexa Right now, Amazon Alexa has teamed with me to provide you with incredible Gus hacks. I'm clearly a smart home guy and getting things set up with Amazon Alexa with smart bulbs is easy. Recommend it to everyone who's ever been cozy in bed but doesn't want to get up to turn off the lights. I also like to set the mood for movies or flight simulator. You know, it's like I'm actually there. Uh, here's a quick Gus hack for you when your Amazon smart light bundle arrives. You can also set lighting routines to gently wake you up in the morning, help you wind down at night, or completely turn off at a certain time. I have mine set for Gus time. That's when I sit quietly in the dark petting my dogs. Uh, right now, you can get 20% off your Amazon Smart Lighting Bundle only at amazon.com slash rooster. Every bundle includes an Echo Dot smart speaker, 
and a singlet color changing light bulb that's 20% off amazon.com slash rooster but hurry this offer ends October 31st amazon.com slash rooster <laughs> wow um, so what does uh so how does that work what do you I mean they, you just the, watch the recipe the bread video. yeah <laughs> they, they make dough and then they put it in an air fryer yeah but what makes it so what about the, the okay i could just look it up but what about the air fryer makes it so fluffy and cloudy i think it's probably the ingredients i don't know if it's an air fryer necessarily there's oh, okay. a part of this video where they just shake it and it looks like they're holding someone's ass and just shaking it it's such like a satisfying <laughs> wobble <laughs> you know how you wobble. want bread to rise if you baked bread on the international space station would it go a different shape? Uh, would it I rise. Don't, I think it in would every rise. Direction. I think it would probably still rise the same because it's the convection of the heat. Ooh. Yeah. No, that's really you know, I, interesting. I think no. regardless, it would rise to the occasion. Okay, just a second. Have they made bread in space? Because like I've seen, I've seen like uh, matches lit, and the, the match like the it does the flame doesn't go up; it goes into like this weak circle. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to say no. It would be like a blob going in every direction, not rising. It would be cool to have like a some sort of oven and just like float the dough inside and see. It'd just be, I assume, like a big ball, just like an an every directional ball, or maybe it wouldn't rise. <laughs> every directional ball. <laughs> They're trying to to send up something that they could uh like a starter that they could make sourdough in space. Mm. Not done it yet. The project is called Bacon Space though, and I like that. Oh man, could you oh, imagine wow. so people like, on this getting some sourdough starter from space? Like they make That'd the starter and it cool. grows up there. Yeah, and they cut off little bits and send it back to Earth, and you can make space bread. They're making the starter here and oh. sending it up. If no, there was nobody wants be that. Some special hipster space food. I think the first thing that would happen would be you'd have like coffee. I think coffee would be the first product where it's like, oh, you know, I got to get, instead of the, the monkey shit, that's old, that's old hat. I need that space shit now. I feel like people will go out of their way to buy weird coffee before they buy weird bread. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. They don't do bread in the space station because the crumbs. Anything that can just <laughs> particulate out, it's yeah. bad. They do tortillas, though. That's... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what would they that do tortillas. No, it's not a joke. They do tortillas. Yeah, I'm serious. I'm serious. They do tortillas. Do you yeah, think someone? Do they make them there or take them there? They take. They take them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what would it look like if they made one there? Still pretty flat. Probably look the same. <laughs> it's funny. They're doing sourdough. It's such a very particular bread they want to do in space. So particular. It's because of quarantine. Everyone, you know, went through their sourdough phase. They're, it's, they're a little behind in space. They're just getting to it right now. I, I wish I I wish I went through that phase of quarantine. The whole like I'm gonna learn how to cook and make things from scratch. That I never hit that. I never. Well, there's still time. Yeah, there's still time. Did you see the really sad thing the other day where uh, I think I retweeted it, but someone was typing uh, a tweet about oh someone visits from the future and they're like oh what year is it and you say 2020 and they go ah the first year of quarantine. <laughs> and just reading that tweet it's a made-up scenario but it made me want to throw up <laughs> don't i mean don't get me wrong you're still going to be quarantined january 2021 so, oh absolutely yeah but it's so more of just like we full will have, year <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna happen we're gonna laugh at tiktok today and the tiktok was a joke about like um you know what would you do if uh if you invented uh 
if time travel got invented and they said well if time travel got invented they're like well i would i would go back and tell people to prep for 2020 differently but the person put out things like well if time travel got uh invented then that would mean that someone uh would have gone back and fixed the timeline as best as possible so quite possibly we are in the best version of 2020 possible right now oh you think mm -hmm. it was like dr Strange? And this is what we got. Yeah, we are in the best version of 2020, which doesn't make it any better. Oh, that's uh, I don't I do not feel comforted by that at all. No. <laughs> oh, so do you know do you know pineapples are about the same word in every other language except for uh, English? Ananas. Ananas. Yeah, I mean our, our word sucks. It's not an apple. It's not pine. It's not good. Arabic, what? Armenian, Danish, Dutch, uh, Finnish, French, German, Georgian, Greek, Hebrew, Hindi, Hungarian, Icelandic, Italian, Latin, Macedonian, Norwegian, Persian, Polish, Portuguese, Romanian, Russian, Spanish, Swedish, Turkish. Ananas. <laughs> That's crazy. Ananas. English? Kind of like how Pineapple. everyone uses the metric system. Uh, except us. Well, this, I mean, England kind of doesn't. I read about something a couple of weeks ago that I sent to Gavin and I've been meaning to bring it up on the podcast and I just keep forgetting about it. It wasn't in my, in my notes for some reason. Uh, I read about these kind of bees that exist in North America that are called vulture bees. Oh my God. Has any, have, awful. have you all ever heard of vulture bees before? No. Tell me about these new friends. Are they different than murder hornets? Oh, yes. Let me tell you about uh. vulture bees. I'm going to read a little excerpt for you. Vulture bees are a small group of three closely related North American stingless bees, which feed on rotting meat. They substitute meat for pollen, but still make honey from nectar. This unusual behavior was only discovered in 1982, nearly two centuries after the bees were first classified. So they eat dead flesh. They, uh, they, they're, compared, they're zombies. They're compared to maggots. They enter a carcass through the eyes. Then they root around inside gathering rotting meat that's necessary for their needs. They salivate on the rotting flesh and then consume it, storing the flesh in special stomach compartments. Then when they return to the hive, the meat is vomited and processed by a worker bee, which breaks the meat down into an edible substance resembling honey. The substance so it's like uh, rotten meat honey. Yes. I mean, like the vomit part, that's true of just a regular honey process. Right. Like it's bee vomit. But the fact that it's meat. Rotting meat. Yep. I hate that. I hate what they're was that so efficient? Like? They, I think they said no one's tried it because they think it's probably poisonous. But it's like, how do they not know for certain if it's poisonous or not? Yeah, like if the flesh was already rotten, there's no way that could be processed back to something edible, right? Like you can't, you can't fix like a like roadkill and make it edible again. <laughs> I love doing this with chat because someone Flygon dude just responded, "That's metal as shit." Yeah, <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> A lot of uh, people oh. in, the, in the chat they, saying zombies. I guess they call honey. it corpse honey. Oh, oh. It's a good band name. Does that uh, spoil? It's a good band name. <laughs> I guess that is uh, so disgusting. Uh, there are uh, way too, inside, too many inside jokes happening at once. <laughs> bee experts, so I guess nobody's ever tried the honey. It says bee experts advise strongly against trying this, not because the honey might kill you, which it might, uh, but because vulture bees store only enough of this material to sustain their hives, unlike common honeybees, which produce far more than they need. Oh, so you'll piss them off? 
Or you might kill them. Yeah, you'll you'll starve them. You can eat their rotting flesh instead of them getting to eat it. Would you try it? Would you try like a little, like a toothpick in meat honey? If I knew it wasn't poisonous or like now not knowing? Not knowing. No, no way. No. It it might kill me. Gus wasn't even going to eat those pickles. pickles. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was scared to try that. Yeah, I guess death is worse than botulism. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but it's. I would uh, say death is worse than most things. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's disgusting. I can't believe that's something that I've never heard of. I feel like there's there's so much in the world I don't know about, and it's also weird that they just discovered that like in the '80s, in the early '80s. You think that we know everything about the world, and then you find out that there's bees that eat rotting flesh and make honey out of it, and it's metal as shit. I mean, how different is that, though, than plants growing out of fertilizer, though? Like, that's dead stuff a lot of the time. Um, hmm. But the plant is not made from the dead stuff. But it, but it like, has particles of dead stuff in it. Right, but it's not the principal thing. It's like the circle the, the, of the, life the isn't the principal thing. Um, somewhere, at some point, there's going to be like a meat fruit, right? There's going to be a fruit, fruit that evolves to be hey, pollinated by Gavin. like corpse bees. People like meat fruit. <laughs> by the way, that's it. Thanks, what has happened? <laughs> <laughs> there are now so many variants of the people like blank that I've completely lost track. I don't know who is in charge of each iteration. <laughs> You must stop. There's too many. There's John, so many. Didn't you say you know how many there are? How many iterations there are? No, I was just saying we figured out that we have been making that reference for seven years now. What do you mean, we? You. You, Gavin Free, have only have been you started that problem seven years ago. That's your legacy. You deal with it. Yeah, yeah. We had that one shirt. Uh there was like a second one years later. Call it a day there. Nope. No, now there's like five Wait, a year. So seven years out. ago, so Chill out. Like grapes was at the annex. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Wow. Because you made it before I came here, and I've been here for six years. That predates you. Yeah. Because it was, everyone. it was uh the shirt was essentially designed by Emily Weeks, uh, and th- and that was before I came here. So yeah, it was it predated. Emily Weeks or Emily McBride? No, sorry, uh, Emily McBride. Sorry, that was pre Emily McBride. No, Emily McBride. Well, the joke might have predated her. The shirt was her. I think it was only after I I got rid of the original shirt, which was (laughs) the the Clockwork Orange one. Yes. Oh yeah. Which I was like, what does this have to do with? Yeah, I was like, well, then actually, grapes. I was like, what does this have to do with anything? If you had just one. okayed that, it could have died there, Gavin. No, I'm okay with not okaying that one. Okay. <laughs> it was weird. It was very weird. Someone weird. in chat suggested we should make a people like Gavin shirt. Colin C. Burns mentioned that. I think that would oh. be probably the last one we make, I you, think, is people you, like Gavin. You know what we did make, though? <laughs> That's too many. Oh, the God. spoon shirt. <laughs> we did make a spoon shirt. That's why. I can't, Eric, I can't Eric, believe. Eric. Can we see the spoon shirt? Show us the spoon shirt. Roll the footage. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Ceci est un cuillère ordinaire. Oui, oui. c'est vrai. 
Ceci est une cuillère ordinaire. This is a This regular is spoon. A regular spoon. If it's very, what did you uh, make a reference to? Like very, like a uh, what's that? Uh, French band? The, no, yeah. <laughs> um, what, it's the the, 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 the pipe painting, the yeah. Treachery of Images by Rene Magritte. Uh, it's the ceci uh, no ceci n'est pas une pipe. It's the it's it's a statement that the picture of a pipe is not a pipe. Uh, and so it was, it was a, it was a statement, I think on realism. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's that stupid joke. It's so, a very, well, that's sure. that very well known. It's now available in the R2 store. It's a print on demand. So get it while it's there y'all, but it's a really fun shirt. And I can't believe that that right. dumb conversation okay. Trevor and I had has turned into this. <laughs> there it is. I see it right now. No reviews. Go on there. Give it five roosters <laughs> out of five and buy a shirt. Well, buy the shirt first, and then once you get it, give it five roosters because it's a quality shirt. Grab some fall stuff while you're there. The seasons are changing. You're going to want some nice warm clothes, too. There was yeah. a shirt like a in all of our kitchen drawers this whole time. We just didn't know it. Mm -hmm. In Barbara's it's magic drawers. waiting to happen. Uh, I, I, have a, I have a new question I need answered that TikTok posed to me. Mm -hmm. uh, I, need, I need help. I like Aren't when people John? leave the room to get something. Like Barbara left to get the 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 spoons, and then we have that. Well, and, and see what happened. Yeah, it was yeah. magic. That's, I, that's people like toast. That's a toaster. It's made by Sunbeam. What? Oh, that's the one that automatically cooks your bread, right? Yes. What's What's the front of a toaster? Is the, it? Th that's the this? front with yeah with the the dials and the thing you push down. The place that's the, you that's push the down. front. Yeah, that's yeah. the front. Or is that the front? No, that's the side. Side. Okay. No, the front is opposite where the plug is. The plug. Oh, it's on the corner. <laughs> makes the a plug oh, is facing this back part. So the front. I'm dropping crumbs. So that is the front. That's no, the front. That's the side. No, the controls are on the side. You got to no, be able to see the, the controls while you're operating it. And usually it's yeah. against a wall or something. <laughs> do, you, or, <laughs> do you have yeah. to be Can able you... to see to do this? If you're changing the settings and changing the dial and changing the, like, if you that? have a fancy toaster that once, has, like, a bagel you, setting. Nah, once you dial in your toaster, you just leave the dial for, like, no, seven years, right? Like sometimes some people's bellies get upset and burnt toast feels really nice when you eat it when you're nauseous. And so sometimes I was you with you, say, you just lost me. You eat burnt toast? Oh, dude, if you're ever nauseous or feel sick, eat burnt toast. I guarantee you it'll make you feel so much better. 100%. What? Why not just eat coal? Like, what's... It's because you're having because then you're having a stroke at that point and you forget about your stomachache. So wait, so Barbara is on this team. Yes. Yes. Gus, are you on the lever team? Uh, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. Barbara is correct. But Gavin, you say this. That's the front. I say this. I guess it depends how it's orientated in your kitchen, but chat. Let us know what you think. Is uh, Barbara right or is John wrong? <laughs> Both answers are correct, so don't worry. I just spilled crumbs everywhere. That's yep. funny because people in chat were saying so many crumbs. <laughs> I see some Gavin is right. No, overwhelmingly everyone agrees that Barbara is correct. Nobody is agreeing. Are you bashing him? That's a fun is noise. A oh, he needed. No, we can't Barbara hear. Barbara oh. is insane. Why are you? There's what nothing insane about that. What are you reading? I'm not looking for this. No, I see it here. Damien Prime said that. Oh. 
Uh, a lot of people saying they use toaster ovens. I've never had, dude. Well, I guess like especially with English English kitchens, those things are much bigger than toaster. There's not a, there's not a lot of room to put have, appliances down on a counter. I have a toaster oven that's barely bigger than a toaster. It's pretty much the same size, and it's amazing. It is a thousand times better than a stupid ass toaster. Toaster. You stuff. can make really good quesadillas in a toaster oven. Toaster ovens are amazing. But toaster isn't a toaster multi-purpose? Isn't a toaster quicker? Do you have to preheat a toaster oven? I can't put a quesadilla in this. Well, you Why could not? just you couldn't get it out. I guess I could just put it down, you know? Yeah. I'm just I always, dropping crumbs everywhere. I always imagine the controls to a toaster on the side. And if I put toast in and it doesn't burn my toast, I just leave it at that forever until I throw it away. Until it breaks. Which is, well, I've had like two toasters probably ever. <laughs> but what if like... a bagel button. I don't know what that does. Bagel button bagel. just toasts the, the inside, so it doesn't toast the entire bagel. It just toasts the actual surface area of the bagel a little more. See, I what if I don't put, put a bagel in there? But how do you know which way around to put the bagel? It, you, most toasters will show you. They'll have like two little semicircles yeah. that face this way or, or this way. But usually it's this way. When I press bagel, it does nothing differently on my toaster. It just does the exact same thing. It's all hot and it just cooks both sides. I gotta say, I'm impressed. Barbara knows a surprisingly large <laughs> amount about toasters. I just, I, I use my toaster a lot. I like, uh, I like toast, I like bagels, all that fun stuff. Um, we also have a toaster that has four slots. It has a bagel setting, it has a, a frozen setting. It's got all the, the nibs and knobs that you would want. toaster. How much yeah, was this it was, toaster? I don't know. It was Trevor's. So when we moved in together, he, he brought nice. his toaster. <laughs> Someone just made a really good argument. The brave little toaster's face was not on the knobs. It was on the front of it. Way to, well, way to point out his, uh, his birth defect. Yeah, this that's really mean. That was his face. That was his face. Yeah, I guess that, that, would, that would make it asymmetrical, though, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. I can see why people think that's the front. Honestly, because you want to use it. <laughs> Anyways, your coffee mug is Are you asymmetrical. That everything that's fine. you interact with on is the like. What? Where do you turn on your light that you're using right now? What? By the switch. He's what? saying like the switch is at the front, where the switch is like in a lamp. Well, like this light here, the switch is on the side, but I would say that the light is the front. Well, yeah, because the I mean a toaster is more symmetrical than a fucking light. Do I need to go get my toaster so I can show it to you? No, like I'm saying, Everybody there's a ton of toaster. stuff where the controls are on the side. Yeah, we're not That's talking. Like not we're not saying the controls are always the front of a device. We're saying the controls are the front on a toaster, dude. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure, but you're, you're saying that it's the front because the controls are there for a toaster. But correct. also, when you see <laughs> when you see toast pop out of a toaster, typically, so does the bread come up like this? Sink. Or do you usually see it come up like this? Sink. Like that. No, like that, which you just did right there. The other way. Like this. Like this. Which just depends no. on where you put it. Because this is the correct way. It does depend. <laughs> of course it does, but it's just like, if you're used to seeing toast pop up like this, it's probably because you have your toaster with the controls in the front. And that's what I'm used to seeing in every household I've ever been in. Right, but if, if suddenly someone rotated my toaster 90 degrees and the toast popped up, I wouldn't be like, Bloody hell. I'd be like, sweet, the toast is ready. Like, who looks okay. at the format that it comes up? Here's a question. Do you have a coffee maker at home? Yeah. 
Okay, do you turn it sideways so you just press the control on the side? It doesn't matter where the cup goes in. But you turn it do towards I... you so you could see it and click it. Right? Yeah, but, but I'll I argue this. I have I a kettle you're on about. and the button's on the back of the kettle. <laughs> That's just because yeah, it's one I button. I don't start my kettle by like reaching under the spout. It's usually on the back. <laughs> yeah. Things that have a switch or a button, I totally get you place it however the fuck you want. But things that have this controls on switch. them and you need to mess this with it. This has a switch! It has a dial too! I guess if you're not using it, place it however you want. But if you're someone who fiddles with the dial more than once, then place it maybe towards you for use. I, I, I'll be honest, this, this argument makes less sense than the spoon one to me. Eric just chimed in. He left. He put a message over. You. He says, "Why is everyone on this podcast not on the same page on anything in the kitchen? How are we like fifteen years in, and we're just now finding out the kitchen is the battleground?" I I don't know. This is where true enemies are made. Apparently, well, I think there's a great divide kitchen-wise. There's a there's a great transatlantic divide and also a generational divide where I mean Gus refuses to have any appliances whatsoever. Correct. Also, the other one that I think we, this was only a Twitter argument, I think, was if whether or not you store pans in the oven. Oh, that was Bernie being crazy, wasn't it? No, he's right. You put cookie sheets and big things in the <laughs> oven when you're not using them. Why? I don't. I don't. What if I want to use one. my oven? I got to clear it out every time. You just because where else are you going to put a cookie sheet? They're huge. You keep them in the oven because that's where they fit. Then when you I got covered. If my, if my tiny ass poor person apartment has room for my cookie sheets, you have room. Yeah, I understand like, if you have a small true. space. I understand if you have a small space, like you have a little bit of an apartment or something like that, and you need no, to use the I'm oven for saying storage. I have small space. I my my kitchen is is diminutive, but I got my pans and stuff in a little cupboard. I'm telling you. They are designed to go in the oven. They fit perfectly in there. When you're not using them, you put them in there. Because most of the time when you use the oven, you need the stuff that's in there anyway. My clothes are designed to go in my washer, but I don't keep them in there. The thing is, it's like, yes, I understand how efficient it is, but it's not very safe. You might as well keep your knives in the toaster. I mean, you don't you get extra space in the drawer, but you have to take them out every time because otherwise you'll electrocute half the shit that's in there. I'm chat seeing is going chat. crazy. And apparently it's common in like certain cultural households versus others to do that. You put it in the broiler, to... you can put them in there. There is honestly, and I've based a lot of my career around this, there's a lot of good comedy in cultural differences and how different places do different things. It's so, it's, it's like so similar, but a little bit different and it's great. The thing That's that right. I don't like is being inconvenient. So if I have to cook something and I'm about to start up the oven and I'm like, fuck, now I got to take out all my pots and pans. Like, fucking Christ. Well, yeah, I don't, I I'm not keeping like... pots and pans in there. I should, I'll, I'll take a picture and I'll show you. It's like <laughs> cookie sheets, the broiler pan. Um, what else is in there? You're just uh, naming oh, the, stuff I got to take wait, out. Wait. <laughs> You're just naming stuff I got to remove. If you have to take out more but stuff. It's all on one, it's all on one big cookie in... sheet. You take it out and you set it down. You, if there's something in there you need, you use it. And then when you're done, you just put it back in. Because you no. have storage are you space. Taking, are you taking out more stuff than you would be putting in if it was empty? Yes. That's, yes. Say no more. Do you, and, and, you, and you're saying the stuff that's in there, you don't have space. <laughs> I mean, I covers. guess I could make space for it, but that's already well, a good space for it space, to go. Why would you, why would you want to move more stuff? It's a perfectly good space already. I, I, what am I going to do, not use the oven? 
Then the what? oven's just sitting there. That this way, I can use it when it's hot, and I can use it when it's not. Right. I can What's use it with the fox. Microwave? I can use What's... it in a box. What's in your microwave right now? Nothing. But I hate the microwave. <laughs> I, put a, I don't put a saucepan in there. I, I put hate, some I, bowls I, in there, Gus. But you, if you don't use your microwave, store stuff in there. You yeah, put the, toaster, put the toaster <laughs> in the microwave. Oh, that's actually a really good idea. Facing backwards. I might put the toaster oven in the microwave. That's actually a really good and idea. And that way, there's no front because it's always spinning around. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> my, my microwave doesn't have that spinning plate. I hate it. Oh, oh well, then oh, it's, no, not, that keeps... it's not microwaving evenly. The magnetron is blasting one side of your food, Gus. I guess so. But so I never good. use it, so yeah. it doesn't matter. So it's blasting that's no another... sides of my food. Someone brought up in chat too. If you take it, if you take yourself out of your oven to use the oven, then you just have all this stuff just sitting on your counters, taking up room, like yeah. getting in the I way put, if you're cooking stuff. I put it on top of the island, right where the oven is. I got plenty I, of counter space. I can't I got, believe so, uh, counter space. But apparently, no storage space for your pants. <laughs> you would rather move more things out of the way than move one thing into it. That doesn't make any sense. Because I don't want to have to go look for it. I don't have to go grab it. It's already there. I need it for the oven, and it's already right there. So, so if you need a bowl for your cereal, do you just do this? You got your cereal in your hand, and you just like, oh, there's no bowl. No, I get I get the bowl out of the refrigerator like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> store all my plates in my fridge. <laughs> That's why they have drawers in the fridge. One's for your utensils, just to keep. Everyone in there. should keep their silverware in the toaster and the toaster in the microwave. And Big spoons would save only. a lot of space. Yeah, and then the microwave spoons. in the fridge. Just your regular <laughs> old spoons. Uh, I love. I love when uh, we disagree about stuff. Don't ever change. Are <laughs> we though, disagreeing even, for even the sake very, of it, though? Even though you're very wrong, don't ever change. <laughs> it's like Eric's right. Without fail, we will always disagree. And I can't tell if, if like, we're just hearing one side of it and then deciding to go the other way for the sake of an argument. But I feel no, I'm I not think doing we just that. I feel <laughs> are legitimately disagreeing. So, like, we actually just disagree <laughs> on yeah, everything. No. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I don't think. I used to sometimes antagonize Bernie for the hell of it, but I don't think I've ever done that with you guys. Yeah, well, I, I would feel, yeah, I feel like with Bernie, it was easy just to like take one part of his point and just go <laughs> in one like that, like the airport construction. Like we very, very clearly both without backing down, talking about two slightly different things in the same, in the same argument, but we're just going so far down those paths that there's like, there's no agreement whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like, there's people who wear their heart in their sleeves and then there's Bernie who wears his annoy me button in the center of his chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Love it. <laughs> we, uh, we played some Among Us last night, a couple of us. Oh, that Among yeah. Us. I love that game. Uh, we're actually going to be it was... playing it tomorrow on stream as well on RTTV. Yeah. Uh, what? Be... Why was my invite? You could we come. Can, we still have play. one slot if you want to play. Yeah, what time? One. One o'clock. We're gonna be we're gonna be joined by um uh, Cole. Oh, Cole. Man. I can't. You gotta work. I got Gmod. Uh, we're actually gonna be joined by uh Chilled Chaos, Gom, and Z Royal Viking as well. Hey, oh, nice. Oh, we'll have a big old crew. Mm -hmm. You we, know, there's a mobile phone version of that game. Yeah. Uh, the thing I found... was surprised was that that game came out in like 2018. Yeah. yeah. What? I thought it was a brand new game. Who yeah, found it? Which streamer is responsible for this sudden 
It's so funny you say that. I actually did a deep dive. Uh, There's the website Know Your Memes, and they do a pretty good job of creating timeline maps of like even viral stuff like this. And they actually tracked like for the first couple of years, the game got all of its popularity from a bunch of Brazilian streamers. Um, And then it got uh, suggested by a Twitch employee to a big streamer here in America who started showcasing. I can't remember that person, but a lot of people attribute the big blow up of it was that XQC, who's one of the biggest Twitch streamers out there. He's a former Overwatch uh, Pro League player. Uh, He streams it and then it just became a thing because he streamed it. And because that's got to be like 100% of advertising or marketing for a game these days is do you even need to advertise on regular media? If a streamer just plays it, like surely that's all the sales you need. I mean, that that's, how Apex Le- that's how Apex Legends launched. They just gave it to streamers and paid them to play it. How that happened with oh. Fall Guys? How did Fall Guys take off? Same way, streamers. Fall Guys was that. Fall Guys was a uh, like the beta was played by a bunch of streamers and even our people, like uh, Funhouse and- people, were like stoked about it, and it- so they played yeah. it. They also included Fall. Uh, they also included Fall Guys in uh, PlayStation Plus, so people who had PlayStation Plus oh. uh, got it for free. Oh, that's yep, cool. That'll do it. I among us, the the art style reminds me so much of Joe Cartoon. Do you remember that? Like all the old Flash Joe animations cartoon. from. I don't yeah. remember from, Joe Cartoon. Uh, it is it's it very like Joe Cartoon. Early two thousands, possibly late nineties, like Flash, like interactive Flash videos. But it's like the little dudes look so much like the the Joe Cartoon stuff to me. Chat, oh, that chat game is, is a... so fun. Chad is, uh, uh, correcting me, it was XQC, but the other guy I was trying to think of was Soda Poppin. Soda Poppin's another Twitch streamer. I just want to make sure that's said. Soda uh, Poppin gotcha. was the streamer. We that found way. a game within the game last night in that <laughs> we were playing with, you know, a smaller than like full group of people. Like we were playing with like seven people at one point and that's fine. We were trying to find the best balance of settings for one imposter with six crewmates and it just devolved into us creating this version of the game where all crewmates have basically no range of vision we took their vision down to like only a quarter and the uh killer has like super low kill cooldown and it's just going around trying to kill as fast as possible without getting caught it was it was like a speed run version of among us it was mm-hmm. fun Nice. It was so disorienting too, because you'd be like completing a task, and you would just see like all of a sudden legs go by you, and you're like, "What? Who? What? I don't know even who that was." <laughs> actually, I, I I said that wrong. Gavin actually found his own game within the game. It's just watch cams. On Dude, the ship. I, I never I never messed with cams. I just spent last night when we all played together. I just spent like five rounds back to back just staring at cams because usually whenever I touch them, I never see anything, and I didn't know the map well enough to know where anything was in relation to what I was looking at. So I was like. This is just confusing me. But as soon as I saw a murder on cams, I was like, oh, and then I'm like holding ass to the button. And it's so exciting. <laughs> and now and now people know that they can just come and kill me at cams. Yeah, there is a, <laughs> a couple did. times yeah. Gavin Because uh, I watched you I watched you walk in like I know because now I know where, where I am in relation to the cams. So if if someone walks off to the right, I'm like, they're in here with me, even though I can't see him because I'm looking at the cams. I watched like Blaine and John walk in. And I, and I was like, uh-oh. And then they both walked out, and then John walked back in. I was like, I'm dead. And my neck got <laughs> like two seconds later. Yeah, there was a, a few times where I was the imposter and forgot that Gavin would be looking at cams, and I would just be like hopping in and out of vents, and then all of a sudden an emergency meeting would get called, and Gavin would be like, hey, Barbara, what you doing hopping in and out of vents over there? And I was just like, oh, what are you talking about? It's so fun. 
there's no way to lie after that. You're just like, yeah, you got me. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, uh, I guess that's the really the game. Really backed into a corner. Yeah. yeah. We got we got Megan there too, and she kept uh she kept being the third imposter or the second imposter in a game <laughs> of only one or two imposters. She would get everybody killed. She got she used out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You got chucked out the vent a ton because of Meg. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's great. There oh, by the that. way, I found uh I'm now I'm now on to the point where I've run out of alcohol since the beginning of uh this nightmare. So I'm like rummaging around for like stuff that people brought to my house before everything started catching on fire. So I found one more white claw. I was wondering where <laughs> that came from. Yeah, it's not from my original pack of 24, which I've already got through. You could order alcohol now. Yeah. Yeah. Do I want There's to go down that path? That. Do Probably I, not. Do I need to be doing that? Yeah. I mean, look, look what happened with the peanut butter earlier. <laughs> well, who knows how much longer <laughs> we're going to be in here? You get another 24 pack. You're probably, you're probably. Yeah, and buy a new it. phone. Why not? Oh, shit. If I ordered another 24 pack and I was still recording podcasts from here by can number 24, that'd be sad. That you probably is what you it's going to be. Probably you probably will be. be. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me order it right now. Hold on. I mean, you know. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's just do it. There might be ways to do things in a safe manner, you know, not too far away from now. I think with like the proper protocols and testing and all that stuff, I think there's a possibility we could somehow figure yeah, out a I'm... podcast from the studio. Would yeah, it be I mean, tested every week? We probably have to, yeah, we probably have to test before everything and i could see you know we could do it with enough distance and the crew it's just just way less convenient doesn't it yeah i mean it might make for better content though so we'll see i mean absolutely it it may happen at some point but you know we want to make sure if it does happen we want to make sure that it's as safe as possible and that you know nobody's being forced to do that if they didn't want to they did uh that whole face jam uh live in the studio together thing the taste thing for rtx and that seemed to like eric I don't know if you want to talk about the process for that, but it seemed to work out pretty well for you guys. The company that does the testing for RT and everything. So everyone cast and crew was tested and then we uh, did a test right before, I think the day before we got the test back quickly. Everyone was negative, even with its negative, like just know that it is a really strict set. It is an yeah. incredibly so, strict set. It still, is, the precautions as if people yeah, could be positive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we were there, and it was like Michael Jordan and Nick like could not leave their station. I had to get up and move around and uh, yeah. shuffle the food where it needs to go, which was unpackaged and everything like prepped before, so that way we didn't have to reach into bags and do all like this cross stuff or whatever. But it was like making sure that everyone stayed where they were. We all had distance. It was. I was actually talking to Patrick about it today. I felt like I want, like, if we go back into the stage five to do this stuff, it's not just like, oh, we're being safe. It's like people need to know that, like, the strictness of the protocol is like, I, I was like floored by it. I couldn't believe it's insane, how, yeah. yeah, I couldn't believe like how stringent it was. It was very much like you come in here at this time. This is the place you have, like, you sit in your seat. You can't get up and like mingle and go. There's hang like out over movement paths too yep. in the studio. Yep. Yeah, it's full on. So it's good. I mean, it really works for the face jam thing. It was great. I really dug it. Um, and it was fun to do. It was fun to be back in the studio. It just, uh, Gus is right. Totally different energy. So just if yeah. it's, felt right. Yeah. 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 It felt good. It, and if it's something you guys want to do, I can start kind of looking into it and seeing what we can do. And if, <clears> you know, if people are into it, then maybe it's something we can explore. So even if it's just like, like one podcast a month or something, it might be nice just to, not a bad idea. Get back in there. I feel like the, 
the fraction second delay Oop. is the worst thing ever for making content. I can't wait to be done with it. Yeah, it's right. pretty Just bad. Every everyone yeah. started talking and then stopping and then uh -huh. starting at the same time. It's like I am so excited to be done with that. I well, had it. Also... That's See, so funny. There it is, right there. <laughs> I mean, that's it. I think that, I haven't that, seen. <laughs> there, I did it again. I was just gonna point out, and this this did it, where when you're on this cam, you can't see anybody else, and so you can't see who is prepping up to talk next. And Gus and I were both like thinking of something to say. Yep. Yeah, um, it's little things like that that are hard to do, uh, not in person. I I'm haven't done. seen you guys in so long that I think my brain is trying to compensate for it. And a few days ago, I had a dream that I was back in school and my classmates were uh, Chris Damaris, John, and Barbara. And we were getting ready for graduation. I'm sorry. And I woke, <laughs> I woke up and I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, I guess I haven't seen them in so long. Sorry, Gavin, you weren't there. My brain apparently gets enough of you. That's bullshit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so do you wait? So do you think, Gus? Do you think that you miss people? I, I might. I might actually miss some people. Not me, obviously, but you no, miss you, you coworkers. Yeah, sure. I'll, go, I'll I'll stick my neck out. I'll say it. Hot take. I miss people. <laughs> I miss people uh, a lot. Sucks. But uh, we should probably go ahead and uh, and wrap up here. Um, so I want to thank everyone for watching. Uh, we'll see you guys again next week. Hopefully everyone had a good RTX. And uh, we'll see you again next week from our own homes. All right. Bye. Oh, <laughs> Bye.